Welcome to the Jobapreneur Podcast. This is Easy Money Drew. Please like, subscribe, forward, share, all of the above because this is purpose-driven. While I find my personal legend, I want to help you find yours. Anyhow, let's get to it. But first, like, subscribe, share, follow, forward, all of the above for all of the social medias. Holla at your boy. Welcome to the podcast. We going in. We going in. We going in. All right, y'all. I'm super hyped because we're about to do a live interview with the man, the legend, Mr. Damon P. Dillard. A hooper, a life insurance professional, motivational coach. You name it, he's killing the game. He's also one of the leaders of Path to Prosperity. He's going to be on in just a second. I really can't wait to hear his story, y'all, because not only is he a true job of Panur, but he be Brooklyn. What's good? What's goody, fam? But he uh, he be making power moves like a power lifter and his content is off the chain. So I'm excited to see this brother. Ooh, the man, the legend. What is going on? What's going on? Let me make sure my uh, transmission is coming through. OK. Can you hear me okay? I hear you, bro. I hear you, bro. All right, Look. awesome and amazing. Let me make sure this is good right here. Hey, Listen, so so this is my first live that I've done. What? Probably nah, in the last. No uh, this is the first live that I've done, probably in the last ninety days. So uh, I'm excited to be on here with you. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can hear you, bro. Can Can you see me okay too? Yeah, yeah. You can hear me on my end. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you great, man. What up, what up, what okay. up, what up? Hey, look, so so, so as your followers are coming in, I'm, I'm telling them they need to make sure they push this out because the reality is, and I was saying this before you got on, um, you, so Marvin's Mastermind is the first mastermind that I had ever been to, me and my wife, and uh, you stood out the most to us because uh, it wasn't about coming up and like being flashy with jewelry, anything like that. It was more so about the purpose of your message. And, um, I don't know if you recall, but you made everybody stand up and you went through some affirmations. And um, before we get into to, to any of, you know, where you are now, like the whole point of my, my podcast is to, to share your story um, uh, as a job of Panor. Um, but I want to say that, that that was something that was super powerful for me because it, it was a, a seed planted for me to, to realize that I have more greatness than just working a nine to five, which is nothing wrong with if that's your path. But, um, because of that, I'm just grateful to have you on. So all that being said, bro, the way my podcast works is I give the definition of a job of Panor. I turn it over to you for your background, your backstory, any gems you want to drop along the way. And then at the end, I ask you what's your definition of a job of Panor. So if you're cool with it, we'll just go ahead and and jump right in. Um, This is Easy Money Drew, y'all. I am a member of Path to Prosperity, uh, as well as several other mentorship groups. And my definition of a jobapreneur is anyone who leverages their active income to grow their income and their wealth outside of their nine to five so that they can create generational wealth while also impacting others. That being said, I have Damon P. Dillard on the line. I'm going to turn it over to him. My brother, please introduce yourself and just let everyone know who you are, what you do, and a little bit about how you got to where you're at. Awesome, awesome, and amazing. So first and foremost, first and foremost Drew, uh, I want to make sure my transmission is coming through clearly. Can you see me okay? And can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Okay, awesome and amazing, man. Uh, before I get into my story, I want to shout you out. Uh, I want to acknowledge you for your courage, man. Um, I heard about your story maybe a little over six months ago when you had got into the mastermind. And I do remember meeting you at the event. And uh, just incredible charisma, uh, incredible smile. Obviously, you're a father, you're a husband, uh, and now you're a business owner. And what a lot of people may not know from my audience is that was not you a year ago, right? Nope. <laughs> Those other first two things were you, right? Husband, father, but you were not a business owner. You were not an entrepreneur, um, but you made the decision that a lot of people are afraid to make. And uh, that was in stepping away from your job, betting on yourself and becoming an entrepreneur. And I love the definition of entrepreneurship because it says that someone who assumes a more than normal amount of risk, mm-hmm. right? And I love that because at the end of the day, I want you to think about something. Being an employee 
And being an entrepreneur, I don't want people to get it wrong. At the end of the day, both of those people are going down the same path. In other words, both of them have what's called a destination. So if you all are watching right now, you're ready to receive this information. Go ahead and put destination in the chat. Make sure you share this out with at least three entrepreneurs that you know are, are ready to level up over the next four months and truly make 2022 the best year of their life. So when I'm looking at it, I, you know, you got an employee, there's a destination. For most yep. of us, we have a goal, we have a vision, we have something that we're looking to get to, whether it be more money, whether it be retirement, whether it be financial freedom, whatever it is, we should be working for a purpose, right? But I love entrepreneurship, just the word of it, because I want you to pay attention to the last four letters. It says ship. In other words, it's carrying you somewhere. As an employee, you're still being carried somewhere, but as an entrepreneur, what you've decided is, hey, I wanna get to my destination possibly. Somebody put the word possibly oh. faster. Oh. And so I love how my mentor puts it. He said, hey, at the end of the day, everybody's goal, especially within our realm, is becoming a millionaire, right? Somebody put the word millionaire in the chat. We all, you know, it's like this, this taboo, this goal that's just up there. We're like, man, if I can make my first seven figures, and man, that, that would be so amazing to me. And I love how he put it. He said, listen, whether you're an employee or an entrepreneur, you're going to make seven figures. Yep. The question is, how long is it going to take you to get there? Wow. See, if I'm an employee and I'm making $40,000 a year, it's going to take me, what, 25 years? Is, yep. is that the math on that? Listen, yep. Drew, I, I don't know about you, brother, but I graduated with a 1.7 GPA out of high school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I graduated as a sophomore in college. Nobody laughed, but somebody <laughs> will get that on the way home. That means there was no degree with that. And uh, for me, I only went to college so I could play basketball. I had a dream, I had a goal, but I said, you know what, with this path of entrepreneurship, instead of it taking me 25 years to get to the same destination, if I increase my skill set, if I increase my emotional intelligence, if I increase my character, my integrity, if I increase my ability to be a leader, if I increase my aptitude in being a entrepreneur or businessman, now my income is equivalent to that. So let's stop for a second. Ooh. You asked me Ooh. my story. Yes. My story, my, my, my story starts off just like many people, right? I was born at a yes. very young age. <laughs> Listen, the reason why I didn't go into comedy is because I, I tell really, really bad jokes as well. So, you know what I mean? Uh, Y'all get used to that, right? Yeah, um, I love it. <laughs> so, so what happened for me, uh, born to an incredible, incredible uh, mother, incredible father. Uh, I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. I'll fast forward through a lot of this stuff because a lot of that doesn't matter. You guys don't really care about that. You're like, Damon, talk to me about wealth. How am I going to get to the bag? Um, so like many other people, I was told the same exact things as you were as the rules or keys to success, right? Yep. What do yep. we say? Hey, go to school, get great grades, graduate, get your degree. Yep. So that way you can go to an esteemed university, get great grades there, and then eventually graduate, get a great job. And then you got the 40, 40, 40 plan, right? 40 years, yep. 40 hours a week. And eventually, hopefully we can retire and survive on 40% off of what wasn't working before. Here's Ooh. the problem. And, and I know the word says, the first command is to honor thy father and thy mother. Listen, I love my mom and my dad. But one thing that I realized about that plan is they had sold me on an idea and a plan that wasn't even working for them. Wow. Now, again, it's wow. working, but it wasn't working the way I wanted. See, I think one of the greatest things that we can do is model success. When you see a successful person, they will immediately give you two things, an escape from your past and a vision for your future. And I said, you know what? Let me find someone who has the results I want to have and listen. So let's go back a little bit. As you can see, uh, some people say, listen, uh, if you're going to be great at sales, you've got to have what's called the gift of gab. Uh, well, I think that's completely untrue. Your boy talks a lot, but there's some skill set behind what I do, right? Come on. Um, Come on. I, would, I do believe I was born with a gift. Uh, when I was born, my mother is a Jehovah's Witness. I don't know if anybody else is familiar with that religion, but I've literally been knocking on people's doors since I was born, right? Like, like that, that, was, that was me at one point. And um, being that, I grew a skill set behind speaking, influencing, and having zero fear of meeting a stranger. 
You with me so no. far? Yes, that is a gift. Lord. So, so here's what happened. I do everything my parents tell me to do. In 2005, I started working at a, as a general manager at a gym. Now, since the age of 15, I pretty much did anything and everything that you could think about in the sales industry, yeah. legally. All right, like, let's, let's not get it confused, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know I got the finger cap on and everything, but, you know, your boy is legal, right? So anyway, um, I'm doing different sales. I'm doing retail sales. I'm doing collections over the phone. I'm doing any, I'm selling magazines over the phone. I get a job at Bally Total Fitness, and I end up becoming a general manager at 19, right? One of wow. the youngest general managers. I had a brand new facility, and here's what ended up happening. I want everybody to put this down in your notes if you can. I believe when God wants to change something in your life, he doesn't come over as a loudspeaker over the clouds. He doesn't call you on the phone. He speaks to you through people. Woo! So it's your discernment family and your ability to discern oh. and listen to that person that I believe will lead you one of two places, to poverty or prosperity. Wow. In 2008, the voice that I listened to was my father's. I believe God is the orchestrator of your life. So life is never happening to you. It's happening for you. You can Come look on. back many times in your life to decisions that you made and you felt like, yo, this is the end of me. And the synchronicity of that moment led you to where you are right now. And you look back like, man, I'm so glad I made that decision. Come on. You know, I want, I, want, I want to point this out. There was a young man. Uh, he washes my car. I got a pretty nice car. You know, I, I, I like my car, right? It's, it's real nice. We won't talk about that, right? And <laughs> he asked me, he said, hey, what do you do? I said, well, I'm an entrepreneur. He said, I got a question for you, man. How long did it take you to get here? And watch this, Drew. I knew what he was asking me, right? Like, I, I knew what he wanted to, what he wanted to know was, hey, how long have you been an entrepreneur? He wanted to yep. know, hey, how long have you been in your business to create what you've created? Yep. And this is my answer. I said, it took me 38 years and two weeks. Ooh. And he looked at me kind of strange. He was like, what do you mean? I said, listen, young man. Every single experience that you've had your entire life since the moment you were born has created and curated you into the human being that you are right now. Wow. And none of those steps, none of the people that you met, none of the authority figures that you listened to, none of the environments, the experiences, or the repetitious information that you took in could have been taken away in order wow. for you to get to this place right now. I got this quote. I want you all to see this. It says, you are exactly... Somebody say exactly in the comments. Come on, y'all. Exactly. exactly. You are exactly where you need to be. There are no mistakes. And, and so that's what I told him. And, and I share that, man, because in 2008, my father told me, he said, listen, Damon, if you don't go back to school and get your degree, you're talented as a salesman. Yeah, you're the number one sales coach. Sorry, at that time, you're the number one sales manager in all of Ohio for Valley Total Fitness. But the truth of the matter is, son, you're going to work for 120 hours for the rest Bruh. of your life. Listen to this, Drew. Bruh. If you don't go back and get your degree. Now, I love my father to life. But he was giving me advice based on theory and not something he had practiced. Mm. What did I do? I said, you're right. Came back to Columbus, started working on my game. Some of y'all might have seen some of my, you know, I, saying, I put, I put hey. videos up from time to time. I'm hey, in the gym. Hey. You are nice with it. Just, just be, sometimes it's a humble brag. Just be real. You are nice with it. Oh my goodness. I appreciate you, man. So, so what ended up happening? We'll fast forward a little bit. I ended up, uh, let's add that I did not play any organized ball up until college. So I didn't play any AAU. I didn't play any high school. I didn't do any of that. Ended up making a few phone calls. Like, listen, uh, I think I'm good enough to play for your team. A small school accepted me. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. 2013, came out of college. I'm broke. Can somebody say broke in the comments? Hey, listen, listen, I, I, I'm broke with multiple O's, my friend. Like, like, <laughs> like, like my, my degree was in financial economics and marketing, and I didn't know anything about finances or marketing when I came out. Like, let's just be honest. And uh, so, so what ended up happening was my mentor, which I want you all to put that word in the chat, mentor, 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 yes, mentors. I believe mentors are extremely important. 
Now, there's a huge difference between your coach and your mentor. A lot of people may call me mentor, but the truth of the matter is I can only mentor maybe one or two people at a time. Let, let, let me help everybody out in the chat as well. If you're calling somebody a mentor and you don't listen to every single thing they say, that is not your mentor. Ooh. That, that's not Ooh. your mentor. Like, don't even disrespect that person and say, that's my mentor. Yeah, now, say that one more time, bro. No, you got to say it one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, like I said, there's a huge difference between a coach and a mentor. I believe that a mentor is somebody that pours their life example into you. A mentor chooses you. You don't choose your mentor. Ooh. You, you get chosen by your mentor by raising your hand and identifying yourself as somebody who's worthy of their mentorship. Now watch this. A coach, on the other hand, is somebody that's become an expert in any field or practice that can now give you the play. Somebody say the play. And I don't want to get this confused because, again, I have a lot of people that call me mentor, but the truth of the matter is, you haven't watched any of my content and applied anything that I said. So what you're doing is you're getting shiny object syndrome and you're frustrated because you're yelling Ooh. squirrel every time you see an influencer that has a shiny object. Oh. And what's happening for a lot of people is you're getting stuck where you are right now because you have not decided on who you are going to listen to. Mm. That is a principle. I believe the number one reason why most oh, people yeah. fail is because they have not identified who they're going to listen to. So in wow. 2013, I found my mentor. Now, I called him mentor before he was really my mentor, right? Let, <laughs> let, let, let's just be honest, right? And what ended up happening was he was mentoring me, watch this family, through free platforms. Wow. I remember he used to have a call every single Monday night. He was in a company, and, it, and, and I want to tell you how I met my mentor and uh, uh, just an incredible conversation that we had. I, again, I'm broken, broken. Uh, has anybody ever got that call from one of your friends where they're like, yo, I can't tell you what this is about, but I got this opportunity, and I met a whole bunch of really wealthy guys, and we're going to do something big. I need you to meet me at a hotel, and it's like an undisclosed, like it's hush-hush, yep. and I was a little nervous when I got that call, Drew, because I was like, bro. This sounds illegal, right? <laughs> but, but it was somebody I trusted. And, and, and so I showed up at the hotel, and I remember hearing about this young man. And they said he was making around $300,000 a month. And uh, I, I remember sitting there, and I got on Stacey Adams that talked like this, right? Like, they, they don't even connect. I, don't laugh at me, y'all, but I'm pretty sure I had on a clip-on tie, right? My, my, my suit was, like, four sizes too big. And... I just walked in there for an opportunity, man. Like, I didn't know what I was walking into, but I knew my situation at that point was very bleak. I was behind on my promises, and I was behind on my bills. And, and I just wanted to see hope. Has anybody ever been there before where you're just Come like, yo, I just, I just need hope. Like, I'm, I'm, running out of, I'm running out of fuel right now. Come on. And so I'm sitting there with my lady at the time, uh, now my wife, and... Uh, her arms are crossed, right? Like, she's like, now, like, none of this. And, uh, and so in walks a gentleman. And, Drew, have you ever seen those people that, that just look like money? Oh, yeah. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, you just know whatever, whatever's on them, I need on me. Like, Elijah yep. and Elijah. He was like, yo, I just need whatever's on you, <laughs> right, right, right? And uh, he walks in. He got, he got, I used to call him red bottoms at the time. Because I didn't know what Louboutins were, right? I couldn't even spell Louboutin at that time. He had on the, 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 the diamond cufflinks, right? And uh, I remember watching the presentation, Drew. And, and, and I believe that when God is ready to level you up, he's going to expose you to someone. Oh, my goodness. Because, because oh. he needs you to see the possibilities of what he has for you. Because a lot of times we can't see it in ourselves. So God was charismatic. He was articulate. I mean, he, he made the crowd laugh. He made them cry. And, and, bro, I'm sitting there, like, on the edge of my seat, like, I'm laughing. I'm crying. I'm like, he got it. Listen to me, family. What most people ask after a meeting like that is tell me how. Yep. Okay, I know you're making the money. Can you tell me exactly what you do? What is your presentation? What are the tactics, the skills, and the strategies? Somebody put the word principles in the chat. Oh, 
Somebody put the word principles in the chat. Here's what I always understood innately, probably because of the way my mom raised me. But I knew that at the end of the day, if I could have what's in a man's head, I could hold what was also in their hand. Oh. And so what I asked him was a very facetious question. I said, um, Mr. Monitier, I said, you're making a ton of money. And I highly doubt anybody else in this room is making anywhere close to what you're making. Mm. There's millions, probably hundreds of millions of people in this same industry. What do you know <laughs> that nobody else in this room knows? And he smiled at me, Drew. He said, what's funny, this is 2013. He said, what's funny is I asked my mentor the same question in 2009. Come on. And he said to me, he looked me in the eyes. He said, Damon, no one else believes the way that I do. Oh. Now, Drew, I didn't have the reaction you did. I'm almost flabbergasted because I'm disappointed oh. at this point. I'm looking at him like, yes, go on. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, believe. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what is that? And I asked him again. I was like, okay, but like, but like, what's what's the real answer? And he said, Damon, no one believes the way that I do. And he said, here's what I want you to do. I'm gonna give you guys a shortcut right here. I usually listen. I usually charge five thousand an hour, twenty five thousand for six months, and fifty thousand for a year. So I want you guys to take this down in your notes right now. He gave me two books, actually two books and one audio. He said, Damon, I want you to listen to The Magic of Believing by Claude Bristol. He said, I also want you to get a book. It's called Conceive, Believe, Achieve mm. by David Monitier, which yeah. was his book. It was an audio at that time. And the audio he told me he wanted me to listen to 30 days straight, every single day, and nothing else was The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. Come See, on. what I realized, Drew, by listening to those audios is I was retraining, I was reprogramming my thinking. Uh, there's this law, it's called Newton's Law, right? Newton's Law is an incredible law because I, I, I failed. Like, I don't even know if there's a grade under F in school, but like, <laughs> I, got, I got that grade in math, right? So, so I don't know anything about physics, or, but, but I do know a couple of things. And I love Newton's Law because it says that an object in motion will continue in that motion until affected by an outside force or object. I want everybody to understand that can hear my voice right now, the only reason, somebody say the word only. See, I like only because it simplifies things. Yep. The only reason why you are where you are right now in your life, right now, is because of the thoughts that you've had up to this point. And Damon, clarify, you're not talking about T-H-O-T, right? Because I don't want people confused. No, nah, no. Nah. That, that, see, see, in Proverbs, it said the strange woman will cause a man to, be, to go down to a piece of bread. <laughs> he, said, he said, watch out for the strange women. Uh, so anyway, that's a whole other topic. We, we, we need to cover that for our My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, man. So your, your thoughts, your way of thinking has created where you are right now. And so I, yeah. what I realized based on Newton's law, an object in motion will continue in that motion until affected by an outside force or object. My way of thinking up to that point in 2013 was headed down the path that had given me my results. Come on. Now watch this. I want everybody to think the state of my relationships, the state of my fitness, the state of my finances, the state of my business, and the state of my contribution to the world. The only reason why it is where it is right now is how I've been thinking. Now watch this, family. I believe Einstein said it best. He said, the problems that I currently face cannot be resolved at the same level of thinking that created them. Mm. <laughs> so the reason why my mentor gave me those audios is because he needed something to interrupt my way of thinking. 
Now, I want to pause right there. Do you have any questions for me? Well, I'm just floored, but this happens every time. Every time you speak, I know that the gems are going to pour out, and um, that's a given. I, I want you to – so it's not a question as much as, um, I guess, uh, to, to talk more about the timeline from uh, the gym where you're um, kind of growing to taking that leap of faith to go back and, and hoop to now how you progress through your career and meeting your mentor. So what, what was the gap in between that, if there was, um, from finishing school and then actually having that opportunity where you had that conversation that absolutely changed, I think, you and your wife's life? Yeah, I, I think you can look back to any particular point of your life and yeah. notice the pattern. Right. Yeah. They say you can never connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backward. And I yeah. can look now to conversations as, as long as I can remember that have led me to where I am right now. And the yeah. pivotal point for me was that conversation, okay. because up to then I had no personal development. Right. Like, like I went to church. Right. Ooh. But but man, and I'm not here to step on anybody's toes by any means, right? And I'm not here to push religion on anybody because I'm not a religious guy. I'm, I'm very spiritual. But what I realized was that <laughs> I, I believed in God, but I didn't believe him. Ooh. Ooh. Right? Like, like, I knew scripture, but the only way you can prove that you know something is by the evidence in your life. Yeah. And my life wasn't showing evidence of faith. Uh, my life wasn't showing evidence of belief. Come on. Watch this. Come on. And let me be clear in the things that God promised. Because oh. it was showing evidence that I believed in poverty. It was showing evidence that I believe in lack and limitation. It was showing evidence that I had faith for the results at that point. But God told me that I was ahead and not to tell. He said I was above and not beneath. He said everything that I touched turns to gold. That's what he told me. But obviously, I didn't believe that. Wow. Wow. And so when I had that conversation, what I needed to do at that point was I needed to borrow somebody else's belief. Does that make sense, Drew? Yep. I needed sense. to borrow my mentor's belief. And see... Honestly, family, that is the power in mentorship and coaching. I know Drew has a coaching program. I obviously have a coaching program. And the only reason why that works is because the only way faith comes is how, Drew? Man, you have to, you have to act. You have to believe. You got to believe. The word says that faith comes by hearing, which means what I was hearing up to the point that I met my mentor was creating the results that I had. So that's why I needed his words Come on. To start creating faith for a new thing. Somebody say in the comments, uh, a new thing. So here's what happened. I'm listening to The Strangest Secret. And, and I remember listening to Earl Nightingale. And he told me what, I, at least I feel like he told me. He was, he was probably <laughs> speaking to somebody else, but I felt like he was talking to me directly, right? And, and he said, Come on, Damon, bro. there's a principle. See, principles are the laws that govern. I want everybody to catch that, so I'm going to slow it down. I wish I could say it backwards, but I'm not that intelligent. <laughs> principles. principles are the laws that govern. All right, what does that mean? Damon, why is a law so important? Well, let me help you out. A law is so important because it's irrefutable. What Ooh. does that mean? That means it never changes. It never adjusts. You can depend on it every single time. Example, the law of gravity. Nobody's going to argue with the law of gravity. I don't care who you are. You could be rich, poor, short, skinny, ugly, cute, doesn't matter, child of God. I, I don't care. If I take you to the highest building downtown and I throw you off, you're not going to float. You're not going to fly. <laughs> you are going to fall. Oh. So if it's a principle, as a man believes in his heart, so is he. In other words, you become what you think about most of the time. Mm. Think about that, Drew. Oh, my God. The reason why I'm broken, broken right now, the reason why my relationships are in this state is because of what I've been thinking. Come on. That's a paradigm shift in itself for many people because what most people do is they relinquish the very power that they have to change their situation. Why? Because they give that power to somebody else. Uh, they give that power to somebody else and say, on, it was man. his fault, their fault, 
their fault, their fault, the government's fault, who's in office fault. But, but that means now, in order for my situation to change, those people have to do something about it. But when I realized it was my thinking, bet. So the question now becomes, so how do I change my thinking? How do I change my thinking? Come on. Well, where does the thought come from? I want you all to put this in the notes. Uh, I, I remember hearing this, and, and, I, and I call it the domino effect. Because everybody listening right now is looking for a change in results. Matter of fact, I just want to make sure I got the right message for the right crowd. If you are looking for a change of results, go ahead and put a fire sign in the comments. Come on. Drop them fireballs, y'all. And watch this. The only way that you can create change in your life is when you start creating change in other people's lives. So when you drop the fire sign, I want you to make sure you share this out with three people and comment done. So we're, we're thinking about the domino effect here. We're all looking for a different result, right, Drew? Yep. And, and I thought about it. I said, okay, my whole life, I've been trying to change my results. Let's just talk about financially. By choosing different opportunities. By choosing different income vehicles. I, I was working this job and working that job and working two jobs, three jobs. I'm trying this hustle, that hustle, this company, that company. And then I said, wait a minute, this ain't working. Mm. T. Harbecker said it best. T. Harbecker said it best. Uh, he said in Secrets of a Millionaire Mind, he said most people are trying to change the results in their life without first looking at the cause. Let's make this simple. If I'm looking at a tree and the tree is bearing the fruit of an apple, there's no way that tree can start producing the fruit of an orange unless what? It changes the seed. We change the seed. Come In on. other words, we can't go to the branches to change it. We can, no, we gotta go to the very roots. And an apple tree is always going to produce an apple. If I wanna produce an orange, I have to have an orange tree. So I want you all to put this in your notes right now. In order to change your results, you have to have the domino effect. What's the cause of the domino effect? Number one is your belief. Number one is your belief. I cannot change anything else in my life unless first I change my belief. I believe Christ himself said all things, not some things, not some of the time. No, he said all things. Can somebody say all in the comments? All things are possible to those that believe. Oof, so watch this. If I can change my beliefs, Drew, my, my beliefs impact my thoughts. My thoughts impact my feelings. My feelings impact my actions, and my actions determine my results. I'm going to give that to you again. My beliefs control my thoughts. My thoughts yep. impact my feelings. My feelings impact my actions, and my actions impact my results. This is exactly why I cannot tell someone, hey, just simply change how you feel. Because you can never change how you feel. You can only change your focus. Okay. I'm doing too much. Let's pause right there. No, but break that down again. One more time, bro. Yeah. So, so the domino effect. What we're talking about are your results. Everybody wants a result change, right? And this yep. works for any area of your life. Because how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you want to change the results in your marriage, if you want to change the results in your relationships, your fitness, your health, any area, what I typically talk about is finances. So if I want to go from, let's just say it, hey, I want to go from making $50,000 a year to $50,000 a day. That means in order to change my results, it's not work harder. No, 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 yep. no, no, no. Listen, the only thing you get by working harder, Drew, is more tired. Not more money, <laughs> not more money, right? So, so this idea everybody's tapped into of, oh, I just need to run another play. Listen, one of my greatest friends has actually copywritten the term run the play. Like, that's my guy. But watch this, Drew. Until I mastered, somebody put this word in the comments, focus. 
until I mastered focus, nothing changed. So if I'm looking to change my result, my results start with belief. Somebody's put belief in the chat. Because my beliefs will impact my thoughts, my thoughts impact my feelings, my feelings impact my actions, and my actions determine my result. So what I had to go into, Drew, was a study of believing. And, and, and I'm of the thought process, man. I, I just knew. Like, I remember hearing, hearing Jim Rome say it, right, as I started to get into his information and Zig Ziglar and Les Brown and E.T., the hip-hop preacher. Like, I, I am a, listen, I am a, a student of successful people. Like, like I, I've gotten here by modeling success, right? I, I've gotten here by getting in the room. Why? Because what I said earlier, see, see, I think people, what they start thinking is the reason why we encourage them to get in the room is to get a check from them. My son, my son, I have, I have a 15 year old son. And uh, when he started, when he started in high school, it was very important to me to help him understand the importance of his associations. Ooh. Right. Why? Because I knew that as a freshman in high school, you're looking to be accepted. Yep. He was going to a new level. So when you walk in those rooms, there's a couple of different tables that you can sit at at lunchtime, right? As yep. a freshman in high school. And if he sits at the table with the jocks, with the cool guys, right? And, and he sees that, oh my God, they got the girls, they got the influence, they have the status. But they're smoking weed, they're drinking, and they're conducting themselves in ways that aren't becoming of the king my son is going to be, guess what? It doesn't matter because those associations will force him into becoming that type of person. Yep. So it's so funny. My, my son asked me, he said, he said, Dad, I completely understand where you're coming from. And, and you know what's funny, Dad? I thought about something. My son is extremely, extremely intelligent, right? He hit me with something I never thought about before. He said, Dad, what's so crazy about our eyes, our eyes, he said that our eyes can see everything outside of us. Wow. Everyone outside of us. Wow. But, but they do not allow us to see ourselves. At 15, he said this. Bruh. And so I share that because the reason why you have to get in the right rooms is because the words you're going to hear in those rooms are going to produce something called faith. The people in those rooms are going to start to see you as who you're becoming, not who you are. See, I heard Les Brown say it best. He said, if you see a man as he is, he'll only become worse. But if you mm. see him as he could be, he'll become everything that he was created to be. Come on. And so when I got in those rooms, man, I started hearing the principles. I started becoming um, familiar with what success looks like. And, and we'd have to go into an entire different podcast about <laughs> what happened from 2015 to 2022. But long story short, man, I, um, I got into the sales industry, which I was already in, and uh, everything lined up. Um, I ended up committing, committing to a certain industry, had a conversation with my wife, and she said, listen, I don't care what you do, but whatever you do, commit to it for two years. Like, that was wow. it. She was like, I just want you to commit for two years. I committed. The minute I committed in 2015, we went from making $9 an hour moving furniture for two men in a truck to making over $155,000 within six months. <laughs> from that point, we made multiple six figures the next few years, and it continued to grow by about 30 to 35% every single year. We've been able to impact the lives of an incredible amount of people. And I think the biggest testament to all that I'm sharing with you right now are the people that I can now look to and say, listen, I don't want you to say because of you. I don't want them to say, Damon, because of you, because of your example, because of your words. Because at the end of the day, I've been saying the same thing since 2013. But I believe what, what's happened is because they saw what God has done for me, they realized the God within themselves and they made the decision to become everything they've been created to be. Come on, bro. Bro. Like, like that's that's a drop the mic, but you always have more gems. So, and, and at this point, we are at about time. 
but before I ask you what a job of Panor to you, um, what it is to you, I'd like you to just kind of, uh, for, for whoever's on and whoever watches this later, my team's going to edit it and get it out as, on our podcast. Um, just talk a little bit about um, how you manage your belief now that you've hit these other levels. So you talked about getting in the room. How important is it to you to, to stay in the room, but then also find additional, maybe bigger rooms to get into to continue expanding and growing your impact and what you believe you're here to do? Yeah, for sure. So so let me just make sure I hear, because I heard two different questions there. Yep. Uh, the first one is, how do I maintain my belief? And then the second one is, uh, what am I doing to stay in the rooms or even get yep. into bigger rooms? Okay, yep. so I'll, I'll answer three three questions, right? So the first question is, great about belief, right? Like, everybody should be getting from the message right now, the impact belief has on your life, right? Um, if you want to see evidence of what you've been believing for, it's very, very simple. Look at your current results. Mm. Look at your bank account. Look at the state of your relationships. Look at your fitness. I could be speaking in front of 10,000 people, and I immediately know who believes that they are fit. I can also know immediately who believes they are fat. Why? Because of their evidence. Yep. Right? It's just evident. I know the guys who are working out six days a week. Why? Because their physical stature, their posture is going to say that. Listen, I've been in business meetings with certain people and I immediately know who I want to partner with and who I don't. Why? Because energy never lies. So mm. your words could be saying one thing, but your belief is in your energy. Like there's an oh. energy that has. So your question was, Damon, how do you maintain belief? Well, I think the important thing to know before I answer that is, Damon, what impacts your belief and what grows your belief? See, I love systems, man, because they simplify everything. Like everything, God created this world based on a system, right? So anything that you're going to do, create, or grow has a system attached to it. And watch this. If you're a business owner and you do not have a system, I can promise you your results are not going to be typical. They're not going to be certain. You're not going to be able to predict them. So believing there's a system. Number one, how was my belief created? Four things. I said them earlier. The number one thing that impacted your belief was the environment you grew up in. Yep. The experiences that you're having, the repetitious information you listen to, and the authority figure speaking into your life. I don't have time to go over those things, but that's a whole <laughs> training in itself, right? Number two question was, okay, well, Damon, how do I grow my belief? Okay, yep. I know what impacts it. Now, how do I grow it? Three things, words, images, and emotions. Words, images, and emotions. Again, completely different training, but that's how I do it. So what's maintaining my belief right now? If I turn my camera around, um, matter of fact, I'll go ahead and turn my camera around. Y'all yeah. can see my office. All right, so this is my office, right? Everywhere in my office, I have images, right? One of my favorite artists of all time is Nipsey Hussle, right? All right. Right, I got my, uh, got my affirmations over here on the other camera, right? You guys can see it. Got more, got more pictures, right? I said words, images, and emotions. All around my office, you're going to see a set of words, right? You guys are looking behind me. You see words, right? I see uh, dual with passion or not at all. You are exactly where you need to be. Ambition, life is lit. Dreams come true. On other parts of my, I got my income goals everywhere. Why? Because that's going to grow my belief. The images, they're gonna, they're gonna give me a certain feeling, right? That's why movies are so big for people because the images they see give you a feeling, all right? That makes sense. So that's how I'm maintaining and growing my belief. Uh, second question, getting in the room. Bro, listen, there's been, there's been rooms and I think people miss it, right? Because I believe that more people are, are looking for entertainment than they're looking yep. for transformation. Yep. I did, I, I did not want to be an archaeologist of personal development. You, you, you ever met those people where they know all the quotes, they know all the books, yep. they don't all read the everything and anything, and you're yep. looking at them like, yeah, but <laughs> your life isn't showing evidence of this stuff. Yep. And so for me, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get the information necessary and I'm just going to listen. Come on, bro. 
And so when somebody says something that has the results I'm looking to have, and I've chose to listen to them, as long as it's out, not outside the word of God, it's not going against values and all that stuff. Okay, I'm going to listen. Let me tell you why, bro. Real quick, this is very, very important. I want everybody to hear me. Everybody paying attention? If someone is saying something that goes against a belief you currently have, and it makes you feel uncomfortable, but it's not going against the word of God, you are in the right place. And see, the reason why so many people stay stuck is because they think the advice that they're going to receive is going to make sense to them. Yep. Like, are you kidding me right now? Like, you you really think I could go over, L listen, go over CSVs and LTVs and, and uh, P&Ls? You, you think, like, if you haven't even started in business right now, like, everything I would advise you on how to make 10000 in a minute, like, would make sense to you? Come on, bro. If Come it on. did, then you would already be, be producing those results. And so what I realized by getting in the room is the room isn't like me paying to get in a mastermind is not the sauce. The sauce is getting in the room and immediately, immediately implementing the information. Listen, I remember Marvin told me a play, right? Marvin told me a play and he was like, hey, this is what I want you to do. You want uh, you want to bomb bing and then bomb bada bada bing and then, then bada boom, right? Yeah. Hey, listen, hey, some things y'all just not ready for, right? We, we That'll be another call. We'll, We'll go ahead and drop a link for that, right? And uh, 60K in 30 minutes. Whew. 30 minutes. 30 minutes, bro. Come and on, I, bro. Gave, I gave that same play to our mastermind group yesterday morning. Oh, oh, I need to go back and watch the recording. I wasn't on it. <laughs> Re Re hey, Reggie just came on. Reggie was on that call. Re Reggie going to go out there and do the work. So, so. Those rooms are extremely important, man. And I love being in uncomfortable situations now, Drew. Like, if, if I'm in a room and I'm, and I'm like, the, the, the smartest person, like, I'm in the wrong room, bro. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, with all due respect to everybody, like, I'm just, I'm just not supposed to be in here because I'm looking to grow. Yep. I, got, I got children that are looking up to me. I have nieces and nephews that are depending on me. Like, I'm, I'm the first generation out of my household to make six figures. Come on. Right? Like, I'm the first generation. I didn't say graduate from college. Like, to walk into a college <laughs> door. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I did that, right? Like, like, maybe for somebody. But, yeah, man. So, getting in the room, I, I can't stress the importance of it. Like, you literally will shave years. Years. Because at the end of the day, and I'll end with this. I want everybody to understand something. Because some people, like, I heard somebody say, man, I, I be asking people for advice, but everybody want to charge for it different conversation for a different day. But I want you to understand something. You're going to pay regardless. Woo! <laughs> like, let, let's yeah. talk about it. You will pay regardless. Facts. You're either going to pay in your dollars or you're going to pay in pain. Ooh. Through Ooh. experience. And see, I, I don't, I don't, I knew I only learned through mistakes or mentors, Drew. In other words, I can only learn through pain or people. So I'm gonna find the person. Like I literally found the person. I said, "Oh, okay, you're making a million a month. Bet. Tell me what I need to do." Not, hey, can I get it for free? Why? Because another principle is the heart follows the pocketbook. In other words, where thy treasure be, will their heart be also? Wow. So Come on. if I'm not willing to pay, then I know for a fact I'm not willing to get the results. Because guess what? You don't attract the people that you want. You attract the people that are just like you. So how in the wow. world are you going to sell a coaching program, but you're not willing to pay for information? Oh, I hope y'all caught that. I hope we're, going, hey, we're going down a different path now. Uh, look, I appreciate your time, bro. Every For time sure. you speak, it's so powerful. It, it's just amazing. Uh, the last question is, what is a job of Panor to you? Yeah, man, I, I, I love this question. I've never been asked that question before, but I, leave a, I believe a job of is someone that now understands their value in the marketplace. Mm. 
Your mm. income, your income family, hear me clearly. Your income is going to be in direct correlation to the value that you bring the marketplace. Facts. How is value determined? Three things, very simple. Number one, what is the need for what you do? Number two, what is your ability to do it? And number three, how hard is it to replace you? So that means if you're at your but, job right now and you are not being paid what you are valued at or how you value yourself, you've come to the realization that this job can eventually fire me for the work they need. Yep. But what they could never do is get rid of my gift. And so yeah. I've realized that my gift is something that will serve the masses. That's Bruh. a job entrepreneur. Bruh, I appreciate you so much. For those who asked, uh, where, where can you find the podcast? We're on YouTube. We actually switched and started a new YouTube channel. For some reason, YouTube said I was scamming people and they shut my channel down. We're still fighting to get it back. But if not, all the episodes are getting posted on our new uh, Jobapreneur channel. I'm Easy Money Drew. You can find me on, on YouTube with the uh, same name. That being said, Damon, I appreciate your time. I think this is going to be episode number 30. We're about to start dropping two a week just so we can get this content out here because I'm telling you these conversations are changing lives. And, brother, I appreciate you so much. Appreciate the connection and the time. So have a great day. I will talk to you soon. Sounds good, bro. Talk to you soon. Peace. I got to say this. Like, subscribe, share, forward, whatever other social media stuff you say to let Easy Money Drew and the crew know that you support, you understand, you get it, and you're learning. We appreciate you. Hey there, it's Easy Money Drew, Mr. Jabapreneur, and I'm super excited because you stayed till the end which means you love the content that we're putting out, and I don't want you to miss a thing. So please, please, please hit that subscribe button so that I can make sure I get you more content that is all about highlighting job entrepreneurs, growth, impact, and finding your potential, passion, and purpose all while you grow to live your best life. Holla at your boy. Thank you for watching.